Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. It's hour four of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3. The fan day one of the franchise tag window has a lot of Cowboys media and fans talking about who they'll give it to if they do, in fact, give it to somebody. It is time now, though, for Zach Wolchuk to give you everything about the Cowboys with free agency just a couple of weeks away in the draft right around the corner. Here he is, Wolchuk. Let's party with it, shall we? We did have ESPN. Go ahead and put out, we know, their top 50 free agents. But today, Matt Bowen did their top 50 team fits. And they do have one guy that is a fit for our Dallas Cowboys. Deron Payne. Deron Payne might be our guy that we want here. Oh, I guess that. Bring the is that right? He's not a best team fit for the Cowboys. Oh. In fact, they're going his best team fit is to stay right where he is with the Washington Bleepin' Commanders. Mm. Weak. Yeah, it's not very fun. Not fun at all. How about Dalton Schultz, Cowboys tight end? Where do you think his best team fit could be? Not not here. Let's start with not here. Not here is right. And then it's we not, can it's not with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I mean, I wonder what teams need a tight end. I do think the, like, I wonder how much Kellen Moore wants to pull from, mm. from the Cowboy offense. There you are using a brain. I mean, that's the only connection that Dalton Schultz has, right? Unless there's a Stanford coach on somebody's roster. David Shaw maybe ends up on a staff. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Uh, But, yeah, the best team fit is the Chargers. You have the Kellen Moore connection. Schultz has been good in Kellen Moore's system. Justin Herbert likes his tight ends. And Gerald Everett, he might end up being a cap casualty there. Oh, okay. So we talked about him and, and Keenan Allen ending up being on the streets potentially for the Chargers. So they might be out there looking for a tight end. So Dalton Schultz leaving the Cowboys, going to the Chargers, could end up making some sense. But the receiver, it is a wide receiver that they have linked to the Cowboys as the best team fit. Jacoby Myers. It's not Jacoby. I think he's the best one going, though, huh? It's a guy that maybe... Jacoby Myers, the best team fit for him is the Houston Texans. It's a guy who might get some eye rolls. DJ Shark. No. Might be a little bit fatigued. Oh, uh, Beckham. Yeah, Odell Beckham Jr. Best team fit, the Dallas Cowboys. He would upgrade the Cowboys passing game for Dak Prescott, and the Athletic also put out their biggest team needs for every team, and they said the Cowboys' biggest need is wide receiver. Right. John Mishota, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Said that. Well, I mean, it, it it could make a lot of sense, and I, I think it, it, it would, especially if you look at these next two years of Dak's contract as 
um, we're going hard for it here, and then we'll see what develops for 2025. But in the meantime, we got to build a really, really good team. And, you know, if Odell Beckham Jr. is not going to be a player that demands top-of-the-market money but has the potential to play like a legit number one receiver, could work out, I would be terrified of his injury history. And I would be highly surprised if the Cowboys, who were so skeptical about him in November, suddenly had full faith in him. You know, the Cowboys wanted to do that deal with a number of different, you know, things that specifically had to fall in line for them. And if they were happy to give him a multi-year deal, they would have done it already and put him in the building. Yeah. I just I, I just don't believe that these Cowboys who let Lyle Collins go and Amari Cooper go partially because of availability would get back in line with one of the most injured star players of this generation. It just doesn't add up to me. No, I, I hear you. Now, Jerry does want to keep this story alive, and I do think that they'll probably kick the tires on Odell Beckham Jr. just to see. But the injury, or his, the injury history, the age, I do think his best year's probably behind him. So I hear what you're saying there. Now, here's a guy just won a Super Bowl. We got a text about him, and I've seen several outlets go ahead and say that this could be a good fit for the Cowboys. ESPN does, has him just staying put where he just won a Super Bowl in Kansas City. But what about a guy like Juju Smith-Schuster? Be great. Might be a low-cost free agent addition. He's a number two. He's not a number one, so he'd be your See, number two to CD. But that's the problem. If he's low-cost, he would go back to Kansas City, wouldn't he? Yeah, and the idea might be that he played well enough to get a longer contract yeah, off he, from somebody else. Yeah, Maybe. He, he'll give them the discount. He won't give you the discount. The one thing I, I wonder about Juju is he is a big brand guy. I wonder if he thinks being a cowboy is a way for me to make my brand bigger. Because yeah. Juju's the the TikTok, oh. the social media. He is kind of really that. He calmed that down though, didn't he? In Kansas City, it certainly Pitts, felt that way. Yes, Pittsburgh, he did. Pittsburgh, they wanted they Mike Tomlin confronted him about it. He said, "Listen, stop. Right, no yeah. more." That right. was one yeah. of his rolling video in the. It seems room. like the only yeah. one in Kansas City that does TikToks more is uh, Clark Hunt's daughter. Right. Or well, Jackson Mahomes. I was going to say, yeah. that's the biggest surprise of the whole season was the combo of Juju Smith-Schuster and Jackson Mahomes didn't go just TikTok berserk. I thought no. that was going to be a weekly Monday storyline about how the, the oh, Mahomes together. brother and the Juju teammate Ugh. now and all the dancing, but it did kind of disappear right up until Super Bowl week when Jackson, the brother, started just going back and to his old right ways. right after the Super Bowl, we found, you know, Juju goes ahead and tries to dunk on the Eagles, and yet A.J. Brown dunked back on Juju, and then Tyree Kill today, doing his podcast, went ahead and said, you know what we need to do is we need to go ahead and put out, you know, like we have rap battles. What we need the to verses. do is just have verses. Yeah, we need to have, like, the verses, but it just needs to be best plays. Go ahead and put the best plays of A.J. Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster. And okay. that'll, that'll be the versus battle we need. Who ends up winning that? And, and Tyreek's going with A.J. Brown. Dude, Tyreek Tyre Hill, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah. we Like, that. the the versus rap battle crushes on social media. Throw out your three best plays or something? Yeah, you get you get current and, and former players to say, like, hey, I'm better than you. We played the same position. We go play for play. And then it ends up, uh, it, it goes by vote. A.J. Brown would crush Juju Smith-Schuster. That'd be a I, fun I show. That would be sweet, yeah. man. Smith-Schuster, by the way, just 26 years old. Uh, I'd be all over that. That that sounds great. You know, he's not a superstar, but along with Michael Gallup, you are very three deep. You are going Absolutely. to be in great shape. Troy Aikman's fond of saying you're only as good as your third best wide receiver. You'd have two number twos. 
And that might be, you know, the the formula if you can get good enough protection to get enough guys open, keep your picks down, and, and keep the ball moving against good defense. Would that be enough for you guys, a Juju Smith-Schuster deal? Would that be enough for you guys to avoid drafting a receiver in the first couple of rounds? The problem, yeah. the problem is when you look at these receivers, the top four guys are going to be off the board before you pick. You're looking at, you're looking, this is not to me, this is a receiver class that I think is good, but not, it doesn't have the depth of the last three that we've seen. So that's the problem. If you're looking for a wide receiver at 26, the value of that player I don't think is going to be as great as you want to believe. So you're looking at more of a project guy. You might as well wait for round three or four I, for that. Yeah, I to me, like I said, but you waited until round three last year and, it went, you know, the kid you got that, you know, wasn't ready to play. Is it too early to write off Jalen Tolbert? No, I don't think so. But the thing about it is, though, you got to figure out, listen, is the guy can he can he pick up everything you're trying to do? Yeah. If you came out and said, "Hey, we gave him too much," you know, okay, now we got a whole new situation. How much of the offense are you going to change here? You know, is he going to have to pick all that up? And uh, you know, is he have to start over again? You know, those are the things. I just find I find to me a veteran receiver a veteran receiver would be good because, like I said, I the, my top four guys I think are gone. I think Addison's gone. I think Hyatt's gone. I think Johnson's gone. I think Smith and Jigba's gone. Now you're talking about Downs from North Carolina, Boutte from LSU, Scott from Cincinnati. That, I that's, like Scott from Cincinnati. He is he's a good player, but I mean, like I'm saying, you're gonna take him at 26. No, see that's what I'm saying. Your 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 guy as you get down through the scene. Now we're taking second round players. Right. Once you get to 26. Yeah. I mean, I'm taking I'm taking the second round player, but I have a Smith and Jigba at Ohio State. He's not one of my top 20 guys. So you know. He's he on my board's a second round player, mm. so he I I don't know I mean one. I don't think the depth of the draft at wide receiver is something that you know that I could see the Cowboys not looking at that in in the first I could, round. I could see that, yeah, in the first round, yeah, and unless for some reason one of those guys slid, yeah, I, I, I mean hear, I was I was what you're saying, kind of hoping that Hyatt would be there at 26. You're telling me that's probably not likely. No, it's a bummer. Really? No, huh. Because he brings that speed element that That's, this offense. Look at he Daniel, does look, look, He's look a big at, play guy. You look at Daniel Jeremiah's draft. He's pretty plugged in on this stuff. You know, look. He's got him, a lot of them going in the twenties. He's got them all going right around the same time. He's right. he can't separate them. Yeah. That's the problem on his board. He's like, okay, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get rid of these wide receivers, and so he starts picking them one at twenty, one at twenty two, one at twenty three, one at twenty four. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's kind of got them all kind of lumped together there. Well, then maybe they're gearing up for one of these trades. Maybe they're looking at, hey, A.J. Brown worked out for the Eagles. Hopkins. Maybe they do the, the Hopkins thing, or I'm sure there's a receiver. Somebody will will come available. Mm-hmm. There's probably a team out there. Somebody just suggested Mike Evans in the 903. Haven't given one second of thought about Mike Evans a, until now, but there, are the Bucks a team that's wanting to sell off parts? Could you capitalize and, and on a might, team like yeah, that? I read an article today that, that yeah. Mike Evans could be on the trade well, block. He's, okay. But what, he's in the last year of a contract, right? Yes. $23 million a year? On the last they didn't year, want to spend twenty on Amari. Yeah, they're, you're, they're, I, I think his contract. I'm, 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 I probably should look it up even instead of saying it. We but I, I, I kind of feel like that, that he's got one year left. And I think he's at twenty three million dollars. That sounds right. Yeah, he will be a free agent in twenty twenty four, and uh, yeah, you're looking at a, a twenty three, almost twenty four million dollar cap hit mm-hmm. for for yeah. him. It's a lot of money. So yeah, that that's definitely. Um, 
that's definitely a pretty penny. But the Bucks are going to be in a nightmare situation, probably rebuilding. They're going to eat like a $35 million cap hit from Brady, who's not even going to be there. Mm-hmm. So there could be a team like them or another that we can see as the offseason develops that maybe wants to sell off some parts and the Cowboys can capitalize because there is a giant need at wide receiver for this team right now in my mind. Gentlemen, I, I think that Mike Evans thing, you might have hit on something perfect there. Um, you know, his cap number is 23, but his base salary is $13 million. And the trading team that restructured and benefited from all that in the past, yeah. they have to eat that dead cap hit. So you get Mike Evans at one year and $13 million, plus a $1.5 million roster bonus of pride transfer as well. So $14.5 mil, basically Michael Gallup money for a number one wide receiver who's 29 years old. You Still know, productive as heck. That could get really fun. I think the only problem is, does Tampa want a, a full one for that? Would you be willing to give up a one for Mike Evans? Mike Evans would be better. If it, it would be a better player at 26 in what you'd be drafting. Yeah. Dig, digs for him yeah, for in a one. Yeah, one, but we, we keep Yeah, in year one, sure. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like we got to be more big picture than just tomorrow. Digs, right, but he's better than those the, 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 any of the other receivers that you'd be taking. Digs for, for him year. for the one. Digs or, digs or Evans for the one. Digs. Not oh, Evans. Diggs. You don't want Evans I, I, for a one. I don't. I don't think I want Evans for a one. It's a one year. It's a one think, year deal. Diggs, you're at least going to have for yeah. a while, and I think he's probably maybe about the same age as Mike Evans. Think, but you'd really have to look at the film and determine is this the reason the Tampa offense took t- such a big step back? Well, I feel like was Diggs it the is offensive less line injured, and I think. Diggs has more. I would left. way rather have Diggs, yeah, and I think too. you have him under contract for longer than just the one year sure. Mike Evans rental. Right. I'm open to Mike Evans, but not for a first round pick. It was 1,100 yards and 14.6 per catch, so he can still get down the field. They're the same age, yeah. both. But he had a, he had quite a few games that were very disappointing, like Amari Cooper in 2021 esque. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're both the same age. But, yeah, he's very injury-prone. Fawn Diggs certainly not quite as much. Now, this was interesting. Uh, A.J. Brown today was talking about Jalen Hurts. And he was talking about a variety of stuff. We played earlier a cut from him. But he was talking about Howie Roseman. He's, you know, he's a big Jalen Hurts guy. He they're loves, like best friends. He, he loves them. And rightly so. I mean, he just had a massive season. And he was taking shots as well at the Tennessee Titans. But he made his comments known towards Howie Roseman about uh, what he thinks about the Jalen Hurts thing and and how they should go ahead and get this thing done. Take it away, AJ. Listen, listen, I love Philly. And I'm about, what I'm about to say, you do not pay this man. Just shoot me off wherever he finna go. <laughs> it's over. I'm, he telling, go. I'm telling you. Package deal me <laughs> with you. Listen, so you talk about pressure, Howie, get it done. Get it done. <laughs> How we get it done. So, hey, if uh, they don't sign Jalen Hurts, maybe A.J. Brown's out there. You can go trade for him. <laughs> well, you're gonna. it seems like they're a package deal, Walt Chuck, so you're going to have to take Hurts as well. Well, would you uh, Would you do that? Is it worth it just to get A.J. Brown? <laughs> nah. Man, th- th- this is... this is Bring the Texas kid home? Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts is getting the contract, man. He's getting the contract. And, and thank God for A.J. Brown. Cowboys fans should be applauding A.J. Brown right now for doing that. And I think Hurts was getting the contract either way, but that's like a little cherry on top. Like, get it done, Howie is one hell of a line right there from AJ. Get Brown. it done, Howie. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how that whole thing plays out. If, if he makes another leap up, um, it could turn into a nightmare. You know, that, that could be a, 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 like a like an Eagles from 20 years ago type of situation where they end up winning the division multiple years in a row and having great postseason success, and that's a personal Cowboys hell you want nothing to do with. So you got to keep your fingers crossed that this year was a result of of the surroundings and and some really good defensive play. Then Jalen Hurst putting the team on his back. 
But as long as he's going to run as effectively as he did this year, they are going to be damn hard to stop, no matter who's blocking for him. All right, we got to run, Nation. When we come back, it's time to hit the expressway. We got 35 minutes of uninterrupted sports content. Bobby Belt, Cowboys Insider, LA Live, coming up at around 540 here on 105.3 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.